I was just visiting my uncle in New York, and it just happened to be Thanksgiving. On my first day in America, my uncle took me to the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade, and I was like, this is every day in America, as advertised. Every day they have a party celebrating Garfield. No day has lived up to that day. Ladies, gentlemen, and motherfucking racist pieces of between you. This is your motherfucking dude, yo brah, yo spick, yo nig, whatever it is that you want to call me. It's motherfucking so popular again with another episode of the So Papa Incognito Podcast. Motherfuckers, what we call that round here? It's that AKA the Spick Podcast with another motherfucking week of living here in America. This, in fact, is America, where we can do anything, say anything, might get fucked in any which way, because that's just what we motherfucking do. Now, I'm not too sure exactly what everybody's in kind of keeping up with, keeping an eye on, getting distracted by, because I feel like in this, uh, and I would definitely call it, I guess, because it's definitely a first world problem, but in this if you're blessed enough to be hit with distractions over whatever obstacles or uh, things that you're wanting to accomplish, you probably get lost in the weather of things, which um, definitely isn't a good thing. But again, it's not necessarily a bad thing because, hey, we living, right? We think we're doing uh, what we're doing. Uh, and, and one of the things that I feel that, I mean, I know it's so ridiculous and I couldn't possibly try to explain to anyone, not only in this country, but especially outside of the country, and how it is that we function with such fuckery being that of higher intelligence and higher office and higher regard, like as you, I'm sure y'all talk, know what I'm talking about, motherfucking the presidency. And what really trips me out, and again, this is the most, I guess, current thing that's been happening this past week. Michael Cohen, who's a lawyer, who was his Mr. Fix-It, uh, is definitely, I don't want to say being indicted, but he he definitely played guilty. Right? So that's not he's indicted, probably use the wrong terminology, forgive me. He is pleading guilty, uh, which is going to definitely implicate Trump, both in the little money schemes and this motherfucker's facing 65 years in prison. Now, it would be one thing, because if y'all didn't know, the president has the ability to pardon and, and pretty much give a motherfucker a get-out-of-jail-free card, or in this case, federal prison. And p- presidents are known to do that to the homies, right? Or people, you know, in which case, calling them favors, what have you. It's a very, very powerful card to have, because as much as you could think you're motherfucking El Chapo or who's the other motherfucker from Colombia? I'm Kemley. I'm forgetting his name. But if you feel like you're able to, you know, say have your own prisons or have motherfuckers paid up and greased up so you can live kindly, you're still set apart from your day to day. And it's just regardless, however much you can fluff up the bitch, you're still getting fluffed, right? Well, in this regard, or in this case, you know, you would hope that the homie would bail you out. But when you're fucking making enemies. And you're dealing against someone who I don't believe believes in loyalty because as much as, you know, the cards that he's flickered off and told to fuck off, like apprentices like Amoroso or other people that we've seen to fall off the cabinet, like fucking dominoes, you got to imagine that this motherfucker has little regard for people in his circle. 
kind of like how Kanye was saying. He's like, I love myself. And I thought about killing myself. So how much more likely am I to, you know, kill you instead? Because I love me. And if I'm willing to kill me, who the fuck is you? Right? That, that's, that's my overall impression of this whole thing. And this guy, Michael Cohen, is fighting five counts of tax fraud, which I guess you can call white crime. Um, one of bank fraud, two counts of like violating campaign finance laws, which again, when you're dealing with getting someone into office, the fact that you're violating these things should be like an automatic disqualification, right? However, it started too late. We went two years into the game. When I forget how, how many... It's, so can you imagine just the ramifications of what this could be, right? And I guess who, and I'm trying to think because someone who was trying to speak against, because then there's other counts of another four to five years in prison, which, I mean, obviously that's a long fucking time, but it ain't as much as 65 years. Uh, this dude named David Pecker, who I just like, you know, shouting out because his last name being Pecker. Um, who's the owner or CEO or he's 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 in a part of the American Media Inc. AMI you might see in the news headlines and he's behind the company that pushes or publishes the National Enquirer and for those that don't know it's a motherfucking tabloid that's been going on for I don't know how many fucking years I remember being a kid seeing that bitch in the grocery store seeing all the uh, latest gossip, nonsense, and possible truths. Because what's the best way to hide the truth in under motherfuckers' eyes? And um, he has some involvement to the point where right at the tops when you know news articles are breaking out, they're saying that he has immunity. That lets you know right there this motherfucker has enough dirt and enough clout to where he's like, look, I'm going to participate. I didn't give y'all motherfuckers trouble to begin with. So since we're going right into it, I'm asking for immunity. Can y'all do that? Because I'm going to participate. Okay, yeah, sure. So that only, I mean, that's going to make him a free man from federal laws. But can you imagine? Because, you know, and, and just so you think I'm not left-leaning, Hillary Clinton or the Clintons in general, they some bosses, all right? They, they, they've been known to make motherfuckers' legs break or wake up dead. How you can wake up dead, I don't know. Remember this tidbit in one of the scary movies that if you would have went to sleep, you'd wake up dead. But if you did, how you going to wake up? Anyways, that's not the important part. What I'm trying to say is they get shit done and motherfuckers can be missing, you know what I'm saying, for fucking with them. So, and, and mind you, this is supposedly uh, the, the good guy Democrats. So can you imagine some, I don't give a fuck about you, racist, uh, not to say they are, but you know, what, you know what I'm trying to say. What do you think a Republican would have a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, uh, to the, or humps to the whole shenanigans of sorts? So I can't imagine the uncertainty that this motherfucker is going to be facing outside of the law. Because honestly, as much as the law can fuck you, Everyday life can get you just the same. And not that I'm wishing that, but that's just a scary component. And obviously, we know that he's going to be participating. So that's definitely going to throw um, some, you know what I'm saying, a monkey wrenches of sorts. But I guess what really fucks me up about that, just wondering, well, what are we going to get from this? Obviously, we're building up this case so we can knock down the fucking towers of Babel and fucking see all the dominoes skirt and maybe bring down a couple other things. But what can come from it? 
And it's kind of scary. If y'all been listening to Lam Black, he's Mexican podcast, that AKA the IBHM podcast, back when it was more than just me talking to myself. Uh, we went on about this. And, and again, y'all can do your Googles about this famous blind, uh, I forget what the fuck she did, she mind something. She predicted Obama, you know, being the last president, true president. Which again, the next following elections giving us a celebrity in chief rather than a you know president in chief. So it makes me wonder like, will this bring the downfall of how this shit works? Because honestly, and uh, as an example, and I know you heard every fucking year where they're like, oh, we're gonna shut the government down, and uh, y'all just gonna have to you know keep running for whatever fuck long it takes us to come to an agreement or come back from vacation because that's normally how they handle things. It's just such a big fuck you to the people but you know whatevs now i'm just wondering because the same regard you know me my nine to five there's already structure there's already rules there's already all these things in place to where does your supervisor manager really need to be there i mean if you doing what you're supposed to be doing and it's business as usual why the fuck would we need to pay someone these big bucks you know what i'm saying just to oversee you know, and spend all this shit into, you know, which I'm sure is a higher cap of salary uh, when you got the lower minions getting shit done on its own. I mean, obviously, if you pay these minions a little bit more, you know what I'm saying, we can make sure to, you know, uh, take a little extra leap of responsibility. But why have the fat cats that ain't really doing shit other than micromanaging, maybe, you know, when you can just get rid of them. So in that same regard, I wonder if we would hit that plateau ever. And just be like, look, look, we know what works, right? Yeah, yeah, we can govern ourselves as people. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Okay, well then, fuck all these politicians. Fuck all these people milking shit and fucking things up for everybody else. Let's spread the wealth and, you know, keep things moving. Now, you might think, oh, well, that sounds like some communistic shit. Well, I mean, label it what you will, but why not cut out the fat, you know, when you can just have the lean meat working for itself? Well, anyways, in that same regard, and it's trippy because uh, her name, and, I'm, and this sounds like a total fucking hacker's, uh, I don't know what to call it. Um, her name is Reality Winner, and she apparently was a national security leaker, and this bitch is getting five years, uh, which... Again, oh, well, I guess, you know, five years ain't too much for, you know, being considered a traitor. But think about this, though. They put your ass in jail. Of course, they gonna fucking pay off some fucking big butch dyke to fucking shank you over a couple top ramens. You know what I'm saying? To get it through her sentence. Like, it's dangerous. Like, the, the motherfucker, and I don't give no two shits about him. The Alan Magazar uh, fucker who was um, assaulting and raping all the, you know, little gymnastics chicks. He got moved from a prison out here in Arizona. I think it was in Tucson. Because he got assaulted on sight. Like, motherfuckers are ready to fuck you up. Not only because you was hurting the little girls, but because, you know, fuck you, right? And so I can just imagine, you know, how much of a... Uh, how dangerous it could be for those that again have wronged the country wronged whatever and mind you what she had leaked and y'all can do you google's her name is legit reality winner which i feel is so ironic because she just won 
at the reality of how life is and look what she got you know what i'm saying i'm hoping someone rescues her i'm hoping you know what i'm saying for some blessings i'm hoping that she can hopefully find a niche survive and hopefully you know be used for some good once she serves the reality of her repercussions and i, I don't know like i said people try to label her a traitor but she just leaked shit about the shit with russia the fact that we knew about that shit with russia the fact that whatever elbows or gears bellies whatever the other the saying goes that were being greased you know it was all for an agenda and again who knows we don't know what this shit's stacking up against and how it's creating this fucking tiff for this tidal wave just to come crashing down to clear shit away i mean i i, I couldn't possibly try to contemplate understanding what the purpose of it all was but you best fucking believe that it has to be for a fucking purpose, for a reason. Just how in life we feel like, oh, well, you know, something may not be shit or it's not adding up to shit or it doesn't seem like shit. No, it's, it's for a fucking reason. And as small as the pawn is to the chess game, I mean, it's, it's there for a motherfucking reason. <laughs> but before I get up the subject, though, of all this Trump bullshit, because again, there's always something new with this, always some sort of fuckery that's going to tickle me enough to be like, all right, let's talk about this shit. Because I feel like as much as we do talk about it, it's so damn exhausting. It's, it's such a fucking loop-de-loop, infinity sign going nowhere. People just say, fuck it, move on to the next issue or distraction or what have you. And one of the things that pissed me off, Mr. Former Mayor uh, Rudy Giuliani, now current uh, president, uh, lawyer or some shit, I, I definitely know that he's trying to start some clickbait bullshit with this because he was saying that, that there's going to be uh, shockwaves and beliefs of Americans that would revolt if you know Trump were getting impeached. And that's such bullshit. But on top of it being bullshit, I want people to understand that when people say phrases like this or when things get passed on like this, it's like a tidal wave. So if you are big enough and you can create a wave or say something in such fuckery that people start saying something, and you understand that when people start saying something, we do it in such a lazy way. We're going to give you all the fluff. And, or just the, the filler, the, the main distraction of it. And what that's going to do is cause more people to say something dumber, to say something dumber, to say something more and more uh, just chiseled of that one thing. Not giving you the full scoop of it or any opinions because, mind you, in, in the realm of news or advertisement or entertainment in general... We want to take your time and hopefully your dollars, depending on how it is and how their monetary value goes. So just, it just is exhausting. It's exhausting. Because again, I don't know where this is going. I just know that if you can create the headlines, you can control the media. If you can control the media, you can hopefully sway where the people go. Because unfortunately, and I'm not saying this is you, because if you're listening to me, then you definitely on, on some different shit. People are fucking sheep. The majority of the easily influenced and conformists of sorts, they're sheep. You know, it's the whole reason why in the Bible they talk about how we got to be a shepherd of men or women, whatever, people, right? Humanity. We got to steer, we got to 
try to be as righteous and as clean and as pure as possible so that we're not corrupt and ridden by, you know, whatever, you know, self-pleasure or greed that, again, allows us to strain the ways that we want to without being considerate of others. And I know I'm not playing victim. I'm, you know, guilty of it as well sometimes. So that's why this is my only retort to try to hopefully uplift or change or amplify or enlighten or whatever, aggravate, so you could think something differently or you could think on your own fucking regard whether you disagree with this shit i gotta say or you're totally with it as long as you're thinking as long as hopefully you can use your celebrity or power or what have you to fucking do something you know what i'm saying like i'm ronda rousey i haven't heard of her in a minute i mean i know she's wrestling one of my favorite sayings of her she's like don't be a do-nothing bitch you know what I'm saying? You don't got to be a female dog to be a bitch. <laughs> but one thing I definitely, that doesn't deserve any will hoons, so it might have been insensitive of me. Maybe. Maybe I did it on purpose. Maybe I don't give no fucks. Um, but Molly Tibbetts, I'm pretty sure y'all heard of her. She's a, a chick from Brooklyn, Iowa, who was, you know, running one night five weeks ago and just turned up missing. And uh, they went searching for, and it kind of became the kind of big deal where I'm just like, why is this getting so much media attention? What is it that they know that they're building up that they're not really saying? Because the same issue had happened to a black girl in uh, in Arizona, here I think in Phoenix, and legit, it might it could have been because she was black, but. It, we heard about it maybe one or two days, very linear note-like mention, and then that was it. Who the fuck knows whoever found that bitch's killer? Who the fuck knows if there might have been any other ones, you know, in a string of things like that? And the unfortunate truth, and again, I'm, I'm just reporting it to you, if it's a white woman, we're going to pay some extra attention. We're going to get a, the Klansman out here, and we're going to search for this bitch. We're going to search high and low, interview every motherfucker. And what was so crazy is that the way that the evidence was stacking up, it seemed so suspicious. Because supposedly, the daughter had called the dad like two or three times to get his attention. And he, coincidentally, uh, was out in a break, which I'm not too sure what the fuck that meant. A break from family life, a break from work, a vacation, buying fuck himself. I don't know. On a break in California for a few days. Okay, well, he wasn't at the scene of a crime. I guess we can't consider him a suspect, but that's a little weird because he's the one that got in the calls. But, you know, again, it could have been something, could have been nothing. He thought it could have been nothing, but if it was, why the fuck would she call him, right? Turns out they're very best friends. They just went hiking the November 4. All this lore. Now, the boyfriend, who she was staying at the house of, because she was housing, I guess they call it, and he was out of town on business. I don't know what the fucking 20-year-old is kind of business has traveling but that's where he was along with his brother so there should have been no men at the house which uh then you know leads people to believe oh well there had to have been someone that she knew or she trusted uh, in order for there not to be any sign of struggle or what have you right well wouldn't you fucking know and again this is the most shameful embarrassing part as far as someone I guess somewhat close to the culture, even though I rebuke it all, it was an illegal immigrant who apparently led officials to the body. So, of course, if you know where the fucking body is, we're going to 
put hot dollar that you're the one who done done it maybe i don't fucking know they haven't released any statements as to um what could have been the cause or the reason or if they raped her which i mean not to say that you had to have rape with murder but if you're gonna have someone as pretty as that and they get you know say murdered you you would think that they had you know a good time with her i know it sounds terrible forgive me we don't need to have these details but i'm fucking curious about it especially since trump likes to call him immigrants fucking rapists and thieves and murderers and again this couldn't have come at a perfect time so you know fox news had a fucking field day with it an ex blaze correspondent now blonde cunt personality for the fox organization uh tommy loren she was just going on which mind you rightfully slow slow rightfully so she might be slow i don't know but she was you know warning women daughters wives whatever that you need to be careful because it can happen to anyone and the, this, this is where she would have gotten some academy award winning points because Iowa, you know, even though you only think the only thing I think of when I think Iowa, besides like probably satanic band members of uh, Slipknot, you know, think, you know, middle America. So, of course, if it's middle America, that's the heart, right? The heart's not in the fucking middle, but that's the, you know, correlation that we make. This being the heart of America, if it can happen there, then, of course, it can happen anywhere. And no fucking shit. Yeah, any, there's, it's, everything is dangerous. Ain't nothing fucking safe. You might, you could be in an insane asylum with fucking padded walls. Motherfucker, you're there to face insanity. You know what I'm saying? So, uh, but again, I'm getting lost because again, this was uh, a valid point. But I'm just like, man, motherfucker, out of all. I mean, I, I know everybody's felt this at one certain point. You get the Columbine killers and every other mass shootings in America. And be like, oh shit, this is a bad look for white people. But again, you can then try to blame it on something else because you use the word terrorism. You think Middle East or the DC sniper. Oh shit, he was Nigerian. Oh, brothers get a bad rap on top of being uh, super thug which oh my god that breaks my heart just to fucking say and then again you get some motherfucking illegals you know what i'm saying cock throbbing thirsty for some snatch seeing a pretty white girl you know running around cornfields you know and and one of the interesting things that uh came from all this because again right away we're gonna get into it being about illegal immigration which mind you that can very well be a fucking problem and especially you know they have motherfuckers out there working the fields and it's cheaper to pay a fucking beaner than it is you know uh, a fucking hard i don't know a full-blooded american you know because they don't want to fucking do their job not for that fucking pay so i mean how can you argue against someone willing to do it cheaper it's a market demand and you know how many people there is to actually do the motherfucking work bible said you know the work is plentiful but uh you know the workers are few and i can't i don't doubt that at all because my own you know uh, first world uh problems of laziness come into effect at the worst fucking times and i'll go into that a little bit later but again back to this shit it pissed me off something fuck you know as if, if there wasn't enough heat already but i want to keep motherfucking mexicans out this bitch or just uh motherfuckers in general which i have another story i go into but it messes me up that again this you know, cat. And mind you, I don't know the fucking story. The only thing that really commented on the kid is that they're the same age. So I'm guessing they knew each other. So regardless of them being fucking illegal, they must have, you know, small town, you know, motherfuckers. So again, there's some kind of trust there. Uh, but they said that when he was at work, he acted totally nonchalant. 
nothing suspicious or odd about it. Which again makes me wonder: Is this motherfucker being set up? Is this just a ploy? Mind you, I, I can't think conspiracy every fucking time, but I'm just wondering. Why did they keep this shit stringing along the way they did? Um, now, one of the things that kept it ringing in my mind, which again could have been just marketing genius, is that her name being Molly Tibbetts, and the whole point or first initial evidence was her missing Fitbit, which for y'all that ain't fat fucks uh, don't know, it's like a little wristing, uh, like a bracelet that can monitor your heart, uh, sometimes GPS, you know, just whatever counting steps, that's what it does. And um, so they found that that being, of course, not having the technology necessary to find her, keep track of her. Da, 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 da. I mean, it, it, it all led to shit and obviously led led to this arrest. But I almost feel like there's just something more behind it that, again, was just a ploy. And regardless, if someone's guilty of it, you know, may they be punished. But I wish they would give us more information, and I, and I wish and I hope this isn't just a, a blatant, uh, you know, excuse to want to be more strict on, you know, immigrants. Which, mind you, there should be um, something stronger, stronger of a structure, but this shouldn't be an attack on all immigrants, you know. Uh, but definitely, first fucking signs, get their ass fucking out of here. And luckily, I think it was by a publication called Salon, they go into, you know, the wake of her death and how they don't want it to be a blame against immigrants for murder, which again, you know, that's, you know, that's, it's, uh, it's a tough one, but it's, it's about blaming men in general. You know, as a man, of course, I'm just like, ah, oh, shit, son, I, I can't miss the fucking bullet. But at that same time, I shouldn't. And if there's one thing that I think... Uh, is something I don't know if it's in the culture I don't know if it's just in our intuitions and our instincts or how we were from caveman days hitting the bitch over the fucking head throwing our throwing her over our shoulders and taking her to our cave to to do what haves you you know I wonder if if that's that's something to do with it obviously again that men have no right no one has any right to take anyone from anyone that aren't you know that don't count it consensual and i'm gonna get into some harvey weinstein shit later because there's definitely some breakthroughs that i feel like everybody needs to hear uh regardless of it kind of throwing some monkey wrenches and i again i don't want to promote or save the bad guys that's not the case at all but unfortunately in the most literal sense sometimes there are some bad guys and i know that i've been to the points where i expect so much you know um and it, it goes beyond sense of selfishness. Uh, and it definitely goes into realms. And this is the reason why I think millennials get such a bad rap. Uh, or young people in general for being uh, not only self-centered, but just to be expecting so much. To feel like, like you know, they're so deserving of certain things. And I feel like that kind of behavior, that shit stems from childhood. Because if you think about it, baby cries, give it a fucking bottle, right? Uh, if they're not eating, you check the pamper. If not that, then you you know you go through all these steps just to shut them up. So it, it then I mean it it creates a behavior where we're just again not only self-centered, but uh, we just are ex you know we just expect you know what I'm saying. And I'm losing the I'm trying my train of thought into what fucking word that is. You know, that's, you know, simplifies that best. But because of that, again, we just grow up to believe that, you know, we get what we want. 
that's not the case you have to be so and i get so mad and i've first in you know i've talked about stories before like the fucker from texas where you know they're so safeguarded they're so affluent do you google's on that word it's a fucked up word affluent um you know that they can do no wrong because they know no better like truly ignorance being bliss and obviously this fucking being a, a loophole of sorts for it but can and i can't say it without you know what i'm saying incriminating myself but i know like if i go out with someone if i meet with someone i'm talking about the you know opposite sex here you know i i expect you know what i'm saying to have what i want you know i don't take no lightly or you know <laughs> it, it doesn't sit well obviously right who the fuck wants to hear no so i feel like because of that it creates not only false expectations but also kind of creates a tiff to where you really need to be you really need to have self-control in order to understand you cannot have this chill the fuck out step the fuck back and you know disconnect yourself you know if needed and not disconnect yourself to where you give no fucks about um <laughs> outcomes cause and effects but to remove yourself from the situation because this isn't for you you cannot win this you again need to fall back sit all the way down if necessary and i feel because of that which again is no excuse but because i know that shit to be real all the more am i scared for women for meek people in general because i don't know what it is about some folks who uh, if not again exemplifying weakness or meekness as i try to use um they just can give an aura to where anyone that and i'm gonna call it what it is you know someone who's more on the evil side is gonna say well fuck your feelings i'm stronger i'm more powerful i'm gonna get away with this or what have you and they do their deed and it's that kind of not only thinking and you know uh, just a way of believing to where when reality or justice or karma would have you never gives you that slap back it creates a bigger avalanche of a monster and unfortunately it's shit like that that gets people to believe and act as they do to where unfortunateness like this can happen so then when bad shit happens we're looking at all the details all the you know circumstantial evidence and we attack those things again sometimes for our own agenda some especially if you're leading a cause you know it's easy to want to jump on that bandwagon same like with you know not to and again i'm not getting on entertainment uh, shit yet but like i, I was talking about this earlier about lady gaga lady gaga she's this born this way free-spirited you know you would think she's a you know sponsor of the lbgtq and all this whatnot but no she don't give no fucks about it she saw a market she aimed for it of course her being as free and artistic as she is it was able to you know apply to that sort of movement and motherfuckers thought she was you know representative when really no i'm just 
being an artist and you know whatever label i don't know if she's still interscope or not so i'm like oh we're gonna capitalize off this because that's a big market you know we we I don't remember all that hoopla about some fucking baker that had to go to a supreme court to you know fight over not wanting to make a gay couple a cake you know when really in reality thinking well shit the gays love to spend money they want to be flamboyant they want to sparkle they want to dance or I'm, I'm using stereotypes here but you know you would think if they're spenders as a business be fucking smart and have them spend with you right so in the same case people are going to use whatever they can for that agenda for their cause for their movement and we see people jump and bandwagon all the fucking time and again we can't expect for this not to be another opportunity of that but i hope that when you see this shit that you recognize it and that you don't become um just again another pawn of it look at the deeper side of things understand all the moving parts and i and please believe i don't claim to know everything because i know there's a lot of parts that are moving that i can't fucking see but the things that i can aggravate me piss me off and i want to make sure that you motherfuckers know about it again y'all can form your own decision y'all can do your googles uh, which i don't know at what point we're going to stop trusting that too because i know that shit has its own filter and you know not everyone's google homepage is the same as everyone else's so with that, I mean, that makes truth so subjective, you know? And what was it that Einstein said about reality Every, or everything being... Um, everything's relative. Yeah, everything's true. I mean, it is what you make it to be. So just be strong in your it and uh, may not stop you, but allow you to flourish. All right, so let's switch it up here to some motherfucking entertainment news because, you know, anytime she gets too hectic, too real, too raw, you know what I'm saying? Let's just ignore all that shit, huh? But I guess in a way, to kind of make it much of a, a easier segue, even though I probably could have started with some of the clips from it, um, I recently saw the movie The Black Klansman. Uh, if you don't know, it is a Spike Lee joint. It is about... Uh, the brother, the first brother to be part of the Colorado police force, um, he ended up doing some detective work, apparently infiltrated the Ku Klux Klan in that chapter, somehow, you know, got initiated, and, you know, the, the rest y'all can do your Googles on. Now, being a fan of Spike Lee, of the culture, you know what I'm saying? Of course, I wanted to see it. Besides my dude, Adam Driver, you know, playing the the resident Jew in it. Um, I just, you know, I wanted to check it out, see what it was about. It looked interesting. It looked somewhat black exploitational. And then apparently had a big deal ending, which I don't want to spoil. But at the same time, the movie in itself, mind you, I'm a big, big Spike Lee fan from do the right thing fuck even to Chirac which people hated on a lot but hey it was a fucking Greek tragedy you know what I'm saying it just so happened you know that they made the fuckboy mistake of casting Nick Cannon as the main protagonist antagonist whatever the fuck he was in there uh that again just seemed real questionable you know what I'm saying like and for whatever reason anytime I see Richard Gere in a movie which I haven't seen him in years, I just don't believe him. There's just something about the guy I don't fucking like. Now, whether being from from a realm of comedy 
or sheer haterism, the fact that he impregnated the queen of uh, R&B. Well, yeah, we'll say that. Mariah Carey, uh, you know, Nick Cannon, you know, I feel kind of some kind of way about him. Just I don't believe his ass. I don't. You know, I, I love that when the Eminem beef came about, he tried to, you know, quote some scripture. I love that. But again, I don't believe him. So again, whatever, that's just my personal opinion on what, what I thought of, you know, him in the movie. But whatever, right? It's a fucking movie. It's supposed to be a escapism. Well, Spike Lee does that while at the same time spoofing you some reality. Movie actually starts with him saying, and, and I don't like the way he uses Ebonics because the same way that Tyler Perry, if you are the type to feel like Tyler Perry sets black people back, in the same case, he likes to keep the juke and jive of shit in there. But whatever, whatever. You know, if you have the culture, you appreciate it. But if not, you kind of feel like mm, it kind of seems forced. He started off the movie with saying, this is some faux real, faux real shit. Spe- spelling foe in all the ways you would imagine and then it goes on with Alec Baldwin just kind of giving some racist propaganda um, it almost seemed as if it was like a love letter saying that all police ain't bad now this is a man who again has always been on some Black Panther-ish who recently in the state of New York created some sort of pact about trying to shed light you know showing that not all cops are the bad guys and in the movie, there was, like, one obvious bad cop that, again, was, I'm pretty sure to tell. that even though there's one rotten egg that doesn't rotten up the rest of them. But caveat to that is you have some rotten shit. It's going to definitely pollute the rest of shits in the batch. So, again, you can't blame it all over one, which I guess was the whole point. But it almost seemed like they are really catering to police. Which, mind you, his pack was with the New York police. So the fact that he's making a story about Colorado, you can't really say, I don't know, it just, there's a lot of unbelievable things. Mind you, it is a movie you can't expect 100% accuracy, especially anytime you see something that's based on a true story. It can be based on it, but please believe you won't get some filler. It was just the filler that I felt was uncomfortable and that he settled for. Now, I told you I work for, for the government, and one thing that I noticed with some judges mind you judges are supposed to be the end all be all damn near alpha and omega is blessed upon by god now a lot of times especially since judges come with uh like you know from attorney backgrounds they have to look out for their attorney friends at least that's what it seems like sometimes just how a cop no matter if a cop does some fuck shit that's your family you protect the cop right whether they're piece of shit or not you look after your own. So in the same way, I've noticed that, you know what I'm saying, with judges who unfortunately, instead of being there for the people, can be there for the comrades, people who, you know, who went through the same struggles he did. And, and how could we not, right? How, how could we not um, look eye to eye or respect someone who comes from our certain background and give them a little bit of leeway? Biased, yes, but, you know what I'm saying, totally understandable. Anyways, um, in this movie, it just seems that like there's a lot of, uh, those unforgiving aspects to where I feel like a little bit of artistry was lost to accommodate, you know. And one thing that I, I, I mean, I always, I never, and black people I'm talking to y'all, especially my brother, Arizona Verse, who I haven't got to talk to legitly for a good while. But, you know, as a people, just how I guess I should be, you know what I'm saying, setting up for more Latinos out there, which because I really don't give too many fucks. But, you know, you'd figure for your culture, you know what I'm saying? You would stand up for certain things, assuming you're not American-washed. I don't want to say white-washed. I'll say American-washed. 
you know, to where you forget that. You forget the spices that made you, you know, what you is. And I, when I saw Chirac, it literally was there for a fucking week in theaters. And remember that bitch was dead. And which, again, leads me to believe, all right, Spike Lee doesn't make commercial joints. It's a Spike Lee joint, but it ain't a joint for everybody. So, again, you know, it doesn't last that long. doesn't get that many theaters. And obviously, you got to invest in how many theaters they get into, which is why motherfucking movies like Marvel Avengers will get 20 fucking screens in a theater with only 24, you know, and they're rotating every half hour. One thing I was very surprised by is that he had a few theaters. It was at a, he had a couple screens, I should say, at a few theaters. I didn't think we would have carried this, and, and mind you, I only saw it once. But in the theater I went to, it wasn't a brother, a sister in sight, which led me to believe, oh well, maybe they saw it during the premiere week because it's not the week after. Because over some you know same bullshit that popped off and I have no air conditioning. Y'all can go back to the previous episodes to find out, and whatever something, oh maybe it's that right. But then it could also been the fact that people most common folk don't want to have to deal with political shit when they're trying to escape you know they might want to see commonalities they might want to see something that references them but they don't want to see the hardships hardships which at the very end again not to spoil nothing because y'all should watch it but there's such a heavy unforgivingly not very subtle point of the Trump administration and uh, the brother, the Duke, whatever the fuck, magic wizard of the Ku Klux Klan, which if y'all remember when the campaigns and shit were going, that was part of the news articles that the Duke, so which again is like the president of some sorts of, you know, the KKK, you know, he was touting, you know, vote for Bush. I not Bush, I'm sorry, vote for Trump. So people were upset saying trump is this your dude is this your guy and he would say no but he wouldn't disband him or he wouldn't say no he wouldn't say that's not my guy he just wouldn't acknowledge it give a political spin and change the subject but never denounce him or say no i don't stand for what he represents fuck no motherfuckers want every vote right especially every hacked vote so you know he doesn't he's not so that very essence in itself lets you know there's some commonality, there's some kind of friendship, some kind of kinship, whatever the fuck. Especially, man, mind you this, because I think about, and I forget what his name was. He was a big time owner in the NBA. I forgot what team he owned. He had a little uh, Asian bitch, you know, on the side. And he would get upset if she brought, you know, a black boyfriend or whatever. Mind you, this is a side bitch. He has no right to tell this bitch who dicks her down when he ain't. And he got mad about her bringing and I'm nigga with a hard R to his games when it's them very niggas with hard R's that play and then make games interesting as they is. So again, catch 22. But at the same point, just to show you, no matter how nice or easy going or cool or hip you know, this elder, white, uh, rich person is, they gonna hate on a nigga or anything else if it conflicts or takes away with what apparently to them is theirs. So again, not to say that 
Trump would be a racist. We heard, but we heard about him using hard R's through Amorosa, who again is only talking shit because she got cut, you know, from the bandwagon. Like, it just goes to show that there has to be again the hatred is there, has to be there, and the fact that he's back or he was back by this person just lets you know, you know how dark they can be and how unapologetic they are, and how it's so easy to just you know scoot your hands and little scoop motion to disregard something that can mean so fucking much shows how much fuckers don't give a shit and again I'm, i wasn't trying to keep it political um as i eased into entertainment but again saw this movie um i recommend you watching it just for the love of it you may not um dig exactly how uh corny some bits would be or lack of diversity in acting that the lead guy showed when he tried to make a mixture. Because mind you, black cop, talked super white. That's why he was able to infiltrate the KKK through fucking using the phone. But yet when he would go like these political rallies, you know, he wouldn't get all jive. He talked the same way. So I couldn't tell if that was him just still being him or if that was lack of him being able to actually, you know, act like a brother for lack of a better word. Or, you know, talk all that jive, whatever. I don't know. It was just, it was chemically imbalanced. A lot of it seemed insincere. And, um, yeah, I don't know. It was weird. It was weird, but it was something worth worth watching. Because um, you can imagine what was real, what was fake, what was moved around. But, again, that being the sake of entertainment. And, the, you know, it not... I don't know. I, I can't. T- I couldn't tell if, if Spike Lee was in bed with some of these people because he finally got, maybe because he took it easy, you know, on certain establishments. That, All right, we'll, we'll give you more theaters. I don't know if that's going to equate to more sales. It's funny because a white co-worker, uh, his sister, had went to go see this theater. And mind you, I'm a Utah Mormon type. And uh, she almost wanted to walk out at the end. That's how powerful the ending is. Because it, it just brings to you the realities that that we're living in. The fact that this is going on. And then the, the fact, again, that what the fuck have we done about it? What can we do about it? And mind you, that's what the whole beginning part was. Because hopefully that's going to be the, the chisel that breaks the iceberg. And we'll get into science and fucking ice melting later on in the show. But, yeah, that, that was really fucking gnarly to see. And I felt like that was real. And I guess to transition into other black power movements, Miss fucking bitch ass Nicki Minaj thinks she's a new Harriet Tubman, which pissed me the fuck off because I was already hearing all this beef about, you know, the VMAs and how uh, she was hating on Travis Scott. And I, I can't stand looking at Travis Scott, but I can't lie. You know, as music goes, the latest uh, shit called Maniac World or some bullshit where it looks like an amusement park with his face on it. Um, didn't like it. You know, it, it bumps, it thumps. It sounds like a Travis Scott joint. I was impressed by the, um, I forget what the lead single was where it talks about You Ain't God or something about God. And I, I dug that track just because it was true. You know what I'm saying? Like, quit acting like you're God. That ain't your job. You know, whatever. As simple as it was of a statement, like it was dope. Of course, he used his, his baby mama, Kylie Jenner and that bitch. And that was part of one of the beefs was because Nicki Minaj was hating her album, which she apparently released secretly and was hoping that it, she could have pulled up Beyonce, right? Just giving all this shit. Uh, 
I just can't stand that bitch right at the top. So I'm going to sound biased and I'm definitely not going to defend her in this case. But because of her hating, you know, getting mad that Kylie Jenner is the reason why, you know, you know, his sales or streams had done so good. Bitch, you release something by surprise. So how is how do you expect to have marketing done when you don't fucking market? Bitch, you're not that powerful you're not beyonce to think that shit's just gonna pop off for you like that get the fuck out of here mind you whether or not it was a commercially crafted idea to impregnate one of the biggest publicity machines outlets in the world how could you not again use that resource use that fucking millions of viewerships for her again to play one of your songs in the background because obviously if you're into this bitch you know her life if you know her life you know who her baby daddy is so it's like that's just that's just marketing doing its own fucking that, that's just it doing its own job right there because again that's his investment that's his blessing that's his curse whatever you want to call it that's part of it so how are you gonna get mad that that's his his niche now and you thinking you can just drop something and expect the same fucking results when he slowly but surely dropping single after single trying to you know garner attention or you know whatever build up buzz like that's just how shit works so the fact that she was throwing shade over then that they had to separate them to make sure that you know shit didn't pop off anymore it's like bitch and uh and i laughed too because you know what I'm saying? You, I, I love me a voluptuous, a voluptuous woman. There ain't no doubt about it. That bitch is disgusting to me. Not only because her face reminds me of an ex, but just everything else. It just I don't, I don't dig it. I don't dig the fakeness. I don't. I remember seeing her when she was in her freestyle. You know, coming out of Brooklyn or Bronx or whatever fucking Queens shit days, where she looked like a round away hoe. You know, and she was nowhere near as polished as she is now. Mind you, I know that comes with money, I know that comes with notoriety, whatever, what have you. I don't give a fuck, but it's fake. So, and mind you, not to say that, you know, I can't appreciate a fake bitch because you, you, y'all fake bitches serve your purposes. Like, I don't like just the expectancy that she has. And for her to think because she's somewhat major in the female rap game that doesn't have very many uh players to begin with so how is it not difficult to fucking stand tall amongst them and mind you she had pushes and um i mean the young money shits is what kind of put her there from notoriety and acceptance but like the fact that you're gonna call yourself a harriet tubman just because you have a wide old fucking cottage cheese ass which she was not ashamed to show off because you figure brothers gonna be like oh, oh oh that look good no that shit look disturbing and mind you it's not a, a apply against big women but that's, that's her thinking that shit is gonna look cute you know what i'm saying it just it didn't i'm sorry and it just it upset me that you know saying she's gonna make that claim maybe that was you know advice given to her by kanye make a big fucking ridiculous um, correlation to yourself and it'll garner some media attention i'm sure it fucking did it got me to talk about it at the same time just me shitting on her not giving a fuck about her giving less fucks about her and usually i'll listen to her album just so i can talk shit about it i don't even want to listen to this shit I truly, truly don't. Every time I fucking hear her, I'm just hearing fake shit. You know? Mind you, same thing can be said about Iggy Azalea. She's been real thirsty, shaking her ass, trying to, you know, get whatever she can out of it. And, you know, God bless her, right? White woman. But 
it's not something that you know i kind of want to even entertain again or you might put up with it because the image might be prettier but besides that i'm like no i'm good and i laughed at chance the rapper was you know there to defend her and you know as people should you know especially i guess people that know her should and i'm not sure how well he knows her at the same time i'm pretty sure that's why all the motherfuckers don't jump for her um defense because she might just straight up be a bitch it seems like it and you know i guess i can get you so far if you're fucking a judge an american idol but i left i love how you know he's trying to defend her and say you know that all these black women are hating on her and then we should unify which is true but at the same time if there's a bitch in the room kick that bitch out you know uh which if we're gonna give any shout outs to any bitch it should be the cardi b rocking that little pixie cut looking real cute real voluptuous and i love her shout out to god and her definite fucking dig at Nicki minaj's bitch ass when she, when she had said you can't buy this kind of fame you know you you can buy a marketing team you can buy the best production you can buy writers buy clothes but you can't buy people loving you and that's i think the most coldest truest shit i ever come out here come out that bitch's mouth that's true you can buy all these things to hopefully build yourself up but you can't buy people loving you you just can't you know what i'm saying whether or not she uh you know won notoriety from being an unashamed woman in her ploys and her journeys i mean fuck possibly right but there's no doubt people love ras for being real being true and being unapologetic about it mind you people can then start defending amber rose's bitch ass but no 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 that's a totally different topic she it's just real in her own regard you know um yeah she just she owns up to shit there's something there's just something that, that i love so much about her and ain't even a thing about her being latina by any means but it you know again it's another connected it's another connecting dot that just makes this little um zodiac sign shit in the sky making more sense so again shout out to her and but speaking though of motherfuckers being at the um at the vmas i cracked my ass up when i saw uh madonna's ass you know god bless still trying to be young still trying to fit in wearing all this weird gypsy erica badu shit to make herself stand out um but this bitch who i don't want to say i hope she's not at the end of a rope but definitely as far as my attention for her goes she was supposed to give a shout out and definitely give a moment of r.i.p for mr Rita franklin which i'm sure y'all heard about i'm sure you've seen all the news coverages they were so quick to jump on it it was so crazy they're waiting for this bitch to kick the bucket especially after they made the announcement that she had cancer and i'm glad that she was able to get the support and love from fans that you know might not have heard from her in a long time that you know finally get some recognition and really quickly i love so much and i and i know i made you know uh, reference to it last week you know but definitely all the r-e-s-p-e-c to this woman because not only from her uh from her church days to still going on strong and doing her thing that bitch was a was a Harriet tubman you know what i'm saying of some soul but um i laughed at madonna who's supposed to give a quick little tidbit about it uh made this fucking speech i got a lot of backlash because she made it all about her her struggle and the only bit that connected her to fucking Rita Franklin was the fact that she did a cover of that bitch's song and got some notoriety out of it again you call it uh, cultural appropriation or whatnot but she made it about her as she was supposed to be given a fucking award 
to um, something Cabela the bitch who, who did the Havana song, which I can't stand her either. They they've been trying to push her and pump her out for fucking years, and all of a sudden she has a fucking single with Slim Thug or Young Thug, whatever the fuck that by fucker's name was, and. Um, yeah, she finally hit. I guess she got an award for it. This bitch was presenting it. I don't know what triggered her to, to, I don't know if the MTV asked her to give a quick little anecdote about Aretha Franklin. Again, you tell someone, hey, fill in some time. If they're reaching something out of their ass, you got to believe it's going to be narcissistic, you know? Especially for someone who's still trying to stay relevant. What the fuck was she doing at the award show? She hasn't had a record in a few years. What the fuck was she doing there? Just to present a goddamn award. You got to please believe she was looking for whatever inch possible you know what i'm saying to have her own little to be on her own little soapbox and to you know what i'm saying scream me too which i'm gonna get into in just a few seconds but i laughed so much that you know that she took that left turn real hard left motherfucking turn and it should have been a moment to give a shout out to again the queen of soul this bitch can be called the queen of pop, but I mean, really, what the fuck does that mean, honestly? And especially because it's been passed around so much and diluted. I mean, I don't know. I to my mind, I think of myself when she kissed Britney and Christina and all the Illuminati uh, conspiracy theories of that being the passing of the torch, you know, for the next uh, queen or what have you. But whatever. In the topic of deaths. Because Aretha Franklin definitely started the downpour of a lot of other people that passed. And I know I talked about it last week. But a recent one, uh, shouts out to my dude who was a co-founder of the Ghetto Boys. Motherfucking uh, DJ Reddy Red, who died of a heart attack at the age of 53 this past Friday. And dude was, I can't lie, I didn't know too much about him. I didn't know really much other than the fucking midget from the Ghetto Boys. And even then, not giving him justice. And he passed not too long ago either. Um, but it was sad. You know, it's sad just that, you know, saying to have a loss. Someone that was definitely uh, one of the, definitely one of the OGs in Texas. He was the, they were the headlining group from record label Rap-A-Lot Records. Which gave Estevez the dude and a bunch of other, cla- I'm, I'm pretty sure Scarface. And other classics that I'm not doing justice to right now. But again... I wanted to give a motherfucking shout out and definitely peace and regards and hopes that he's doing well. Because outside of the realm of, of hip hop, um, dude who has been in the game, I want to say, was it the late 70s? I'm not too sure. Not to uh, throw them in the regard of uh, washed upness or just kind of long and forgotten. But uh, the same dude who um, did... Uh, he was the host of the Styles, the Rich and Famous, up close and personal with Robin Leach. I don't know if you remember that line from uh, fucking Biggie. But this dude uh, died at 76. Luckily, he died peacefully at home uh, with family. And it just it was weird to to see these, you know, to see these deaths go about. And mind you, from all different spheres and ranges of life and deaths happen every fucking day, sometimes every second. Uh, and all we can really do is kind of give a moment of silence for all that while my baby screams in the background. But with that being said and done, now I did want to mention another thing that kind of came up this past week. Not kind of. It did. And it just took a while for it to actually come to, f- I don't want to say fruition, but to fully surface itself. And uh, I'm sure y'all motherfuckers heard about the Me Too movement. Hashtag M-E-T-O-O. Me too, you know, and and it, it caused a lot of motherfuckers to bandwagon, 
uh, as well as hopefully bring light to, you know, the fucked up shit that happens in Hollywood for better, for worse, for male or female. You know, it, a lot of people that are in power have so much influence, have so much, again, power that, you know, they can manipulate and they can make things happen. And the biggest example was, you know, Harvey Weinstein, him being, and I didn't even think the Weinstein company was that big of a fucking, of an outlet. You know, again, it, it unfortunately housed some of my favorite directors like Robert Rodriguez and Quentin Tarantino, who I know that, I know Tarantino's sus, you know, as it is, and being in, not only into foot shit, but just him looking the way he does. But who can judge a man by the fuck he looks? Um... You know, it, it, a lot of shit came out. A lot of people, you know, were hurt. And as I mentioned before, a lot of bitches just sucked a dick and, you know, regretted it afterwards. How, how many of y'all can't say that y'all would have done something, fucked something, licked something? You know, they've been like, oh, fuck, you know what? Maybe I should have done that something, maybe, you know? But if, you know, ifs were fifths, then motherfuckers would all be drunk and we probably already didn't forgot about it. You know what I'm saying? The beauty of a short attention span. Well, one of the main bitches... Uh, headliners, uh, accusers, um, was this woman by the name of Asia Sumption. What the fuck's her name? Asia Argento. I, I don't know if she's Italian or she's something foreign. And this bitch has been in the game for a long time. She herself had admitted to having consensual sex with Mr. Ivy Weinstein and then saying that she regretted it, but that she also did it uh, because out of fear that it would anger him. And again, you can lose so much over angering somebody. You know, something so small can let off something big off someone else. And again, it becomes a clusterfuck of uh, shish kebab of fuckery well this bitch got accused of me tooing herself and again i'm pretty sure y'all heard about this but a mr uh, jimmy bennett i don't know where the fuck he's from what he's done he looks like just some noob well they had co-starred in a movie back when he was a kid so i'm guessing they kept the relationship up or they talked hung out and then there was a picture that surfaced of them in a bed probably just got done fucking because she has that i got some good dick face i wouldn't think it would have come from this kid but she had that face in this selfie where you can clearly tell that they're naked and she's not a bad looking broad she definitely looks sexy in that fucking picture but again it could have been that i just had sex vibe that you know made her look sexy um but she had sex with the kid when he was 17 uh, apparently, and this is the part that I didn't fucking know. I didn't know this bitch was going out with Anthony Bourdain. Bourdain, who recently committed suicide not too long ago, or they're claiming this suicide. I mean, I don't know what they got the final regards of, you know, deed on some shit or what. But this guy, famous in his own right, uh, foodie, extravagandor, um, you know, definitely tv personality and author and i mean people you know they 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 loved him they you know swear by him and he was you know well loved and liked well apparently and i didn't realize this i don't know see that actually this is another thing i'm curious about did he know that she was fucking around because one of the things that she had threw it out there she'd accused that bennett was using her to extort money out of her boyfriend again then late anthony bourdain because he knew that bourdain again had all this notoriety and apparently um 
Anthony was afraid of possible negative publicity from all this shit. So that's what allowed them to pay him off. I don't know how many hundreds. I guess he wanted three mil. Because, of course, you're going to shoot for the jugular. And he settled for a couple hundred thousand. Still not bad. I mean, shit, you got laid. You know, and I guess that's a stigma. And that's, that's the difficult part to kind of comprehend or understand. Because, you know, we hear about women being taken advantage of men. Men being the prayer pawns and, and whatnot. But again, don't forget the fact that bitches get off too, you know, and where do we get off to, you know, make such allegations and accusations and, you know, siding with any particular sex. You know what I'm saying? The fact that they had sex and, you know, hey, hope you enjoyed yourself. Hopefully it wasn't too fucking awkward. She then after, again, denying shit to then later, you know, admitting the shit, saying that it was awkward and that um, he was just a horny kid that jumped her. And that in itself pisses me off because you're relying and you're riding the wave of stereotypes of course yeah kids are young and they're horny yeah they do dumb shit no doubt about that but then you're saying that you weren't put in a situation to where it would allow for that and you being so much his senior you can't say this motherfucker wasn't being to the utmost respect you know what i'm saying i'm pretty sure she taught him how to lick and how to dick like i mean or i mean who knows right he might have been raped by an uncle but i'm just saying like there's so much that she could have been of influence and again forming and shaping his mind and then because you know people love to dig up shit i then saw some tweet or some ig post of her saying that the happiest day of her life was being able to reunite with him again and who knows if they were kindred spirits who knows if it was just a couple flames of fucks who knows if she just needs young dick every now and again to revitalize her to rejuvenate her she might be a vampire of sorts you know she sucks the souls out of young bulls dicks and you know it gives her makes her live another 20 years who the fuck knows right and who knows what kind of dark demons uh anthony bourdain must have had along with this kind of relationship because think about it if he took his own life he couldn't take living right i would think unless it was kind of inside a job and i'm not trying to get all conspiracy during this time of the day in the game but um it just it makes you think and this is definitely gonna be a backlash for the me too movement because now the people who are accusing are now no longer credible and we already know about Weinstein getting off on some of the charges because the text messages these dumb bitches would send, you know, getting all googly-eyed and forgiving and da 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 you know, just being the victims that they are. But unfortunately, leaving a fucking breadcrumbs, paper trail, digital shits of sorts that, you know, can decriminalize what their accusations were. So in this same essence, like, does it take her credibility away? I mean, I'm sure it doesn't take away from the hurt that she felt when she was being used. But then, again, she was using herself. Whether or not we can say, oh, well, this is how society works and how, you know, this domino effect come from her being abused. So now she's abusing. Like, okay, yeah, very true. But at the same fucking time, that doesn't stop her from doing what she did. At the same time, the views that other people are going to see this as there's so many different angles to look at it by and it all equals the same event but we could feel some sort of way about it again i'm just you know again i'm so biased because you know 
especially like recently and this happens a lot more often than we kind of keep count of but like for example teachers and it trips me out that it's a mid to late 20s beautiful fucking teacher maybe married maybe not and she's fucking around with some 13 year old that she pays a phone bill for and gives a motherfucker rise to school loan like who's to say how we connect with someone and how we become embodied by them because it's it's funny that like when i've loved and when i've fallen i'm talking about literal metaphorical spiritual fallen uh, in love i become infatuated i become so smitten it's disgusting so much where i don't ever want to be in that state of vulnerability ever again make me it's i'm not maybe i'm sure it's made me fucking jaded and unfortunately it's led you know for me to act a certain way uh currently because i've just as much as i'm vulnerable as much as i'm open as much as i'm honest at the same time they're just bits of me that i wouldn't ever want to fucking give again so it does scare me that when you do meet a personality that becomes so engulfing or such a strong magnet to your magnet or you know it, it you you can drown you can literally drown in love and shit if you drink enough alcohol i'm sure you're gonna get drunk so either you get drunk and do stupid shit or you drown and die either which way it doesn't it doesn't uh, make for any more better of a night after whatever i'm trying i'm, I'm rhyming and trying to get too deep here but yeah so again who's to say how their connection was and, and what that was and, and what i was trying to say more about me being biased is that you know i would have loved to have had a situation where the hot fucking math teacher wanted to fucking blow me give me good grades and then got me some shoes like uh, what why how you know <laughs> please where where the fuck can i sign up at shit she gave me can she pay for my xbox prescription you know what i'm saying can can i get a new game uh you know what i'm saying can i get some hot cheetos with cheese on anything right you know we're such freaking we're such hoes that you know we can be so biased and then neglect the fact that you know besides the hoorahs and the kudos of, of getting things is that it, it does shape your mind it does make you believe that things are a certain way and, and again as the theme of the fucking show today there's such a, a domino effect that it leads to by you know what i'm saying and it's 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 hard to understand where and what that can lead to truly you know we don't know what how that can shape the minds and 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 what else again it's going to push us through uh and i guess in this quick little segue ben affleck you know decided to go into um rehab which i guess was thanks to his ex baby mama jennifer garner she had started some kind of like intervention for him and i'm guessing it's alcohol they didn't really mention anything about hard drugs but alcohol is real easy to you know saying to get you lost into because it's fucking it's accepted you know in culture you can have a beer at fucking disneyland you know what i'm saying so you know after one to two to so many oof you know you're you're off your fucking rocker and I say that who knows what he's facing, what he's dealing with, that, you know, leads him to to find, you know, uh, assurance in it or to have to always be there, you know. Um, and I'm pretty sure you just me being an asshole, I, I'd imagine Jennifer Garner doesn't want them child support checks to stop from coming in. So she needs this nigga to keep working. You can't be getting drunk, losing yourself and pity. Motherfucker, get back to work. I love you. Get back to work. I need money. You know, like who knows all that influences her. But I am hopeful 
that you know they they loved each other he just you know he fucked around she didn't want to be the dumb bitch to stay with them so you know they departed but it'd be beautiful if you know they were to find each other again in all this mess and hopefully he doesn't get lost in it you know it's not like i'm waiting for a fucking daredevil reboot with him in that bitch no not at all it's not like i give a fuck about the state of batman because i know they're gonna pick someone else and he was too chicken you know there's just so many things and i know or i don't know personally not yet i'm gonna get there hopefully a little one day um but i can imagine though that the state of fame and constant surveillance that can't be healthy for anybody. I mean, shit, me having to stay afloat and not say fuck it to this world and the mundane shit that I have to do to keep this shit afloat, even though that's still not enough to keep going. You know, I, I enjoy my bit of weed. You know what I'm saying? It calms me the fuck down. It, it lets me hopefully not be so fucking selfish and, and do what I got to do. It also sometimes can misguide me because I'm so lost in my own shit. I'm not looking to God. I hope that's not the case. I hope any time that we get lost into something, the universe takes us to the place that we need to be, hopefully leads us, guides us, nurtures us, and allows us to be better. Because I feel like, if anything, if there should be anything that we take from all the fuck shit, is that... <laughs> I don't know. I, but I, I want it to be something good. I do. You know, and that's... Well, we can really hope for, right? I was uh, lying to my parents. I was telling them I was going to be a lawyer. And they're very disappointed because they wanted me to be a doctor. You guys are like, why didn't you just tell them that you wanted to be a doctor? It's a lie anyway. And I'm like, well, it has to be believable. If I told them I want to be a doctor, they'd be like, bullshit. If I say lawyer, they're like, oh, okay. That's something. Because there's a strict hierarchy. It's doctor, engineer, lawyer, hundreds of jobs, ISIS, then comedian but ain't your fucking business so let's go into the topic of business i wanted to i don't know if y'all see this if y'all heard this last week but kroger who at least in my neck of the woods of arizona they they go by fries i think they bought out smiths i think like in georgia where they came from i think they just it's it's called kroger that's the restaurant well apparently they're getting done with the single use plastic bags that you kind of get the ones you probably use for the restroom trash or taking for as a lunch bag what have you anyways they're canceling this shit out apparently by 2025 now i'm not too sure what it is and maybe it's contracts maybe you know, they're obligated to use these shits or to buy these shits or to, to produce these things until then. But it's, I, I laugh because it's definitely a good thing. Our eyes are going to be economic friendly. Okay. They're not going to, uh, but at the same time, motherfucker, you're going to inconvenience me. So either now I got to come with the motherfucking, I don't know, uh, bread box or, you know what I'm saying? I got to, you know, buy a $10 reusable bag, which again, pays for itself in the long run supposedly because i know they charge like five cents or some shit ten cents in in california um but uh, when i went to recently went to chicago shout out to aldi's they they have some shit like that in place to where they don't sell or give paper bags you can buy a reusable bag but if not then you have to haul that shit out to your car and even then the shopping cart you got to put 25 cents in it mind you you get that quarter back but you need to have 25 cents. So, again, I'm not too sure. Obviously, it's going to be a money-saving thing. It's going to definitely be a plug to look economically friendly. But it was a blip in the news that caught my attention and might be affecting y'all soon. 
I mean, what, seven more years or some shit? I'm not good at math. Uh, but someone, I guess, that was um, is trying to sue Google. I don't know the fuck I correlate this shit together. But there's someone, uh, Google, over location history. Apparently, some kind of fiasco can affect millions. And this motherfucker, it, it makes me wish I could jump in on that fucking bandwagon because one thing that I can't stand it's technology and its uses against us as I'm paying for the shit. Now, mind you, okay, I guess I can understand if it's a free, supposed free social media site you own. It's creative uh, uh, IP, right? You own anything I fucking publish because technically your format is what I pushed it on. So if y'all use it for something, fuck, I guess. You know what I'm saying? But I want some kickback from it. You know what I'm saying? At least... And one of the things, the main issue apparently is that even when you turn off, because I'm the type, I turn off my location tracker, I turn off most cellular connections, so if you gon' get any information from me, you gon' get that shit once I'm at a Wi-Fi, because why the fuck should you use the data that I had to limit myself on, that I had to fucking pay for, so that you guys can use it to your advantage. Nigga, motherfucker, pay for our internet, which again, eventually that will happen. I think I heard Zuckerberg saying that shit that he pays for internet in some parts of the country. I don't know, or the philanthropists, they want to do that. Because I figure if anything, if everyone's connected, everyone's on the same network, how much more easier would it be to get the information that you know that you want? The locations, the geographic studies, the demographics. I mean, all this information, mind you, although you might not give too many fucks about, they're learning how, they're they're learning you learning how to sell you how to use you and of course make money off of you mind you that's just the nature of the beast and that's maybe what it is but one of the fuck things about it and again and i'm assuming that they're using uh persons paid for data is that even as he turns off his location tracker which should be doing just that you turn off the ability from the track your locations google still stores that shit in its history even though you haven't activated it that's a fuck boy thing because again you're using this shit off of me and it has to be stored some fucking way mind you the device has to be saving it somehow so you must be using my data against something that i'm paying for to use it against me for your fucking endeavors which mind you i understand you're in the business to do your thing but don't fuck me in the process if you're gonna fuck me don't milk me you know what i'm saying or i mean i guess if you're fucking them you might as well be milking them and so that's gonna you know be something in, in the coming months or whatever i don't know how, how the trial's gonna work or people jumping in on the bandwagon but no oh, i don't like being used and i get something out the deal you know what i'm saying if we both gonna fuck all right we go both gonna fuck hopefully both come but when it's one wedding over the other well that shit ain't right <laughs> you know as uh as fucked up as i try to introduce it that's really all i have for the business uh side of things moving on to some science and and tech because technically that was you know a little bit techy um i did want to mention if y'all didn't notice that scientists discovered that there's water on the ice's moon surface and i always feel like we make these discoveries especially like on mars but i guess the one caveat was they don't have uh nitrogen not nitrous uh, dioxide the shit that we breathe out co2 which again is what allow for you know there to be uh growth and uh, i don't know shit for shit to grow I don't, i'm not a scientist but when i saw this though this just makes me wonder like has our and i'm not too sure how our ozone layer affects others 
But I am curious, are we just getting hotter in general that now this what appeared to be ice or what we view it as ice or what we assume as ice is now liquidating itself to become water? Like, it makes me wonder if there's something else more stronger about that. Mind you, I don't understand the concept of when a planet has so many moons or so many suns. I, you know, we only seem to think about the one main fucking sun that wakes us up in the goddamn morning. Like, you know, there's so much more that comes to it. Again, I found it interesting. I couldn't begin to ramble on too long about that, but I did want to throw that out there. And I guess to caveat on top of it, NASA's actually trying to launch a laser into space. They're saying that they might get it out by next month, but it's in order to track the Earth's melting ice caps. And again, that's going to be very scary because if these shits melt, again, that bitch turns into water and we can drown the fucking lands because we're on a planet that is majority water. So I can imagine the imbalance of there being more fucking water, which is why I talked a few episodes back and y'all could do your Googles. They want to bring back motherfucking Willie Mammoth because I guess they're thinking that the weight is going to push shit down to where it lifts the heat up. Maybe. I don't know. It's where, again, it's going to keep, you know, polar caps from melting. And one of the fuck things that recently had, had come up, some part near uh, Greenland, which apparently they called the last ice area. Um, they're saying that the once was the, you know, unmeltable thickest piece of ice in all the planet is now actually cracking. That should be worrisome. Again, I don't know too much to sound convicting or conflicted enough for me to portray, you know, the importance of this. But if what we thought was the strongest, coldest part of the world now breaking, if not, you know, indirectly melting from all the other fucking polar caps that are melting, this is definitely going to cause an imbalance. Just how, you know, too much of anything, even if it's a good thing, is too much. Imagine what it fucks us into that's kind of scary and the thing is it maybe i don't know hopefully with this laser pointer thing that we're gonna use to figure shit out i'm wondering are we gonna have a timer on this shit like is, are we gonna go closer to however fucking minutes to midnight to where we're on some doomsday shit will we in fact be able to fucking escape by mars by the time this shit's over and done with that makes me wonder if we're going to see this within our life's lifetime, I would imagine so. I would hope not. But can you imagine what's going to happen when the earth drowns? It, I don't know if that's scary to you. I don't know if you give a fuck. Maybe you might be a good swimmer. And I heard about this one bitch who recently, I think she got kicked out of... I don't know if I don't know if I read some kind of mock article about she being a vegan and they kicked her the fuck off the boat or she just fell off a cruise ship or something. Either which way is fucked up and funny. And she legit had to be um, I don't know if it was a full week or was it a few days, but just constantly swimming. Think about it. You fall asleep, you're you're gonna drown. You know, you're gonna blah, 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 and fucking goodbye. She stayed up, she kept kicking, you know, saying until she got rescued, but can you imagine like that can only go on for so long? You know, eventually the body gives out, just like with anything. That's why we perish. That's why we're perishable items. And uh, so I just, I, I thought that was gnarly in itself. I mean, if you want to get into some news, health uh, information, uh, 
I guess I mean this isn't this is a news podcast of sorts. So that's what I'm doing. I'm doing my job. But moving on to that again, just not knowing when's going to be enough. We technically don't know what is enough or what is a proper balance. And you can bitch all day about you know the our our diets having to have you know a, a certain um, pyramid of shits. And we know we got the fucking pyramid all fucking ass backwards. And one of the things that really tripped me out because I believe. I'm not sure if this came from a Harvard fucker or if the next story I wanted to mention did. But they're trying to say that low-carb diets are linked to early death. And apparently to this fucking medical study. And I'll put the links below so y'all can read this shit yourself. Or y'all can do your Googles and just type that in. Low-carb diet linked to early death. It's saying that because it's carbs. I mean, that got us into, you know, the ungodly mess of being fucking fat. That, you know, <laughs> I don't know. It, it didn't make any fucking sense. Because again... If, if if having high carb diets are what fucking got us fat to the point of, of dying, then can you imagine not having it at all? I don't see how that's going to affect us unless, again, we're just we cause an imbalance of shit. But apparently, and as you can see in the article, once you read into it, they pretty much get to the point to where they're saying everything within moderation. Well, no fucking shit. Everything should be moderated. We shouldn't have too much of fucking bad things, right? Even too much water. Motherfucker, you drown, right? Just got done talking about polar cap. So... I thought it was ridiculous the fact that it even had to be a fucking story. But again, there they say with that moderation, and mind you, this is fucking, this is just speculation that apparently you can get four more years off the top. Okay, well that's nice, that's real nice. But if we're gonna fucking drown to death, I don't know how that means. Ship then again, too many carbs, nigga. You might get tired of, of that swimming once everything does melt. So I don't take that for what you fucking will. Uh, but the next story though, it did come from some Harvard uh, professor Cuck. Uh, that's claiming that coconut oil is pure poison and mind you this is where people start getting into the topic of trans fats and how butter you know what i'm saying is killing us and yes that can cause high cholesterol but again depending on what you're eating how you're eating it or you just how you're disposing it or your functions are you being motivated or you know you move and exercise all that shit that's how you burn things so I, I can't get too mad at the fact that, you know, I could eat poorly, sit in my ass, and not wonder how I'm not fucking losing weight. Like, it that's, makes perfect fucking sense. But again, it just like avocado, sometimes that good fat, you know what I'm saying, that could take you a long way. You would hope. You would hope. But again, in that same regard of some more real, full real shit, um, I do want to end off with saying, well, actually, no, I got two more things in my mind. Do you Googles, again, because I'm going to put the article on here. Luckily, none of this shit's I get the kids are in this, but 32 uh, major children medications are actually being recalled due to microbial contamination. So, again, I don't know if this is another Kellogg's incident where some guy got fucking drunk and peed all over all the fucking smacks, which leaked into the Cheerios, which blah, 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 contamination. Um yeah, look out for that because honestly, one of the things that pisses me off in the mind, I ain't no damn scientist, although I wish I did know it so I can make this shit myself and have to pay a high dollar for it. But most, if you got kids and you try to buy anything that's made for kids because we do anything for our kids, they fucking milk you, they'll jip you, and they'll charge you a bit more. I hope that it's not the same shit that I'm ingesting. I really do hope that it's specially manufactured for them. But again, because it could be so expensive, be aware of what you're purchasing. Be aware of what you put in your baby's body. And I pray that they can be strong in this in these days of sickness and shits that appear like fucking flus and niggas had to get shits amputated. Like, that shit's scary. And it's fucked up. 
So again, be cautious. And to my people out there in Kalamazoo, which is a county up in Michigan, y'all motherfuckers got the West Nile virus. So y'all better watch out for birds because they're saying that birds contract that shit. And it trips me out because don't fucking birds migrate south for the winter? That's coming up. It's still hot as fuck in Arizona. Never, ever going under 100 degrees, even when it's fucking midnight and you figure the streets would have cooled themselves. So I'm scared when that shit goes to the south and then those motherfuckers go west. I mean, uh, no, no offense to because I know the majority of my fan base apparently is out Midwest. I don't want I don't want y'all to, to die out. I need y'all. Y'all listen to me. So, you know, y'all be cautious. Be safe. Um, be of love. And I'm going to wrap this bitch up. I would love to talk to you about video games, but I think I already talked about all the latest uh, shits that were released. Actually, no, maybe I maybe maybe might have not have. All right quick little tidbit and i guess i would have brought this up uh during the tech uh announcements of things even though it wasn't really much tech there's a few sciencey things but anyways y'all were listening i appreciate if y'all fuck with me uh if you is a jew but still want to get all that you can from what it is that you do uh know that xbox right now if you have the xbox live um they currently have for a free game for the 360 which is also comparable on the xbox one they got this some mickey mouse epic adventure thing kind of a slow platformer but you know it ain't too bad for the kids hopefully you get some fun out of it unfortunately it's only one player but you know whatever teach the motherfucker to take turns uh for the grown-ups they have a game called for honor which you either play a samurai a viking or a knight and you fucking duke it out kind of a la um dark souls uh, kind of shit um i got my ass whooped in or actually no I, I couldn't stand on the fuck i had the kids watching i couldn't fucking play and i think i had to download some other shit some app just to skip sign in I, I can't stand when they do shit like that but you know whatevs they had the shit on there um i'm not too sure if it was too late to to get the earlier things but those are definitely active right now that you can download I know that, what was it for the PS4 that's still active right now, that Mafia 3, which has a good story because you're playing the brother fresh off of the Vietnam War into some mafioso stuff. And I forget what else that was also translated on the Vita. Uh, PS3 has Serious Sam 3, which I still have not had the chance yet to play it, but I remember back in the OG Xbox days, that shit was mad fun. I remember my uncle had that. It was just a, a, sh- a first-person shooter where just a bunch of nonsense, silliness. Definitely a lot of pointless death, so be careful if you got little ones that are trying to watch that shit. And I guess, you know, it's funny that I bring it to... I want to end off with love. I'm bringing all these violent video games. If ever you need an outlet to get your shit out, you do that. The family, the home should not be where you let your venom out at. You let that shit out elsewhere. When I worked from home, it was so difficult because I didn't go nowhere. I didn't, I wasn't able to see my friends really. You know what I'm saying? I was forced into this adulthood and this relationship where I didn't have my escape to let my shit out not to say you gotta go fuck a bunch of bitches to get shit out of your system maybe you do maybe you don't but you know if you don't have that freedom and you don't have that outlet unfortunately the only place you're gonna let off that steam that sperm that liquid bit of ignorance and hurtfulness i call it venom is gonna be at home and i hope that you don't do that don't shit where you eat you know what i'm talking about uh hopefully you could be of goodness Hopefully, you know, you can strive for righteousness. And hopefully, if ever you want to get at me, whether to talk shit or just to have a conversation, know that I am here. 
besides there being a one hundred hot, uh, suicide hotline, which y'all can do your Googles on. I don't fucking know. I think they made a song out of it. You can always reach me online on most social medias at Sopapo. Again, that's S-O-U-L-P-A-P-O. On everything from Snapchat to the Twitters. I have a few Twitters to IG, uh, Tumblr. You know what I'm saying? You can just put Sopapo at Gmail. Fucking email me without having to go through the social media bullshit. What have you. Whatever. Do that. And if ever you want to become a producer of the show, then by all means, go to www.patreon.com slash Sopapo. You know what I'm saying? Kick up a dollar. You know what I'm saying? Help me keep the IC on uh, so I can get some insurance on this bitch. I don't know. Right, there's so many things to do don't think that's what i want from you but i would like to hear from you though i really really would and i'm hoping again that you can do all that you can and more again god bless you because i can uh i'm sorry it's very rude to heckle comedians Oh, that wasn't a heckle. I just kind of woohooed for you. Well, see, that's a common misconception. Heckling doesn't have to be negative. So if I was like, oh my God, you're amazing in bed, that would be a heckle? Yeah, and now you're getting more laughs than me, and I don't like that. You want to come up, do my job? Let's talk about, so are you from out of town, ma'am? Chicago. Oh, Windy City. <laughs> and what brings you to New York? Here to see someone. And, um... Have you seen him or her? I mean, I don't, I don't know what your deal is, but yeah, I've seen him. Oh shit! So I came again. I came. I came again. I don't know how many times. Y'all got me with you. Have you asked? Split hella quiet on the way. The loud up in the spliff with courage in my lungs. I tend to talk about my shit. Marijuana affects the brain. Fucking forgot what I was saying. So savage rough. The flesh runs rough. And if you don't give it up, I'm gonna bite. I'm gonna nah, nah, don't take it off. Keep them panties on. I wanna rip them off. Then bury my gun. With the warmth of your tongue I wanna stay inside until your will Is numb then put you through hell Then make you fall in love And after build you up I'll crush your spirit Then degrade you while you dumb My hello kitty pocket pussy fuck You're an object can't you tell it I don't give a fuck Dick you deal with the chum Then make you swallow up the cum Lick it all up don't you live a drop, bitch, don't you leave a crumb And afterwards I need you to say oh nom 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 Sometimes I wonder what made me this way Either you're a demon or you get chased